you're listening to Defenders of Escalon for the 29th of August, 2008. In my head that were making me feel high On my head was a hoodie In my ears was some bass I was walking by my dog When I saw the sexy face Come towards me With a little cheeky smile If she was a phone I pick her up and dial The fire brigade Oh zero 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 She stole me my tracks I said I'm oh, hello, hello Oh hello, hello I was sleeping in a sand With some dreams in my head That were causing an extension To the towel and my bed And the waves were rolling Like the curves on the Footsteps are creeping and I woke to discover The woman I've been dreaming She knelt down me sad, said can I see your pillow I rolled over and I said well hello 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 I'm Tenex and you're listening to Defenders of Escalon. Sorry from, for my long absence From uploading A podcast episode it's just that, well, I've been really, really, really busy over the last couple of weeks. And by busy, I mean playing my new Xbox 360. Which I got for my birthday, which is pretty awesome. Actually, yesterday I got Assassin's Creed and Gears of War, and I already had Halo 3 and GTA 4. And all those games are awesome. And if you want to add me on Xbox Live, my gamer tag is DeathJunior6. And to my surprise, actually, when I put a for a website post bloody thing up, someone added me, and I was surprised because I didn't think anyone even read those web blog posts. I thought everyone just got the episodes from iTunes, but I was wrong. And actually, I've been on my 360 so much that I haven't been on Guild Wars in the past week. Actually, I think that's two weeks since I got it on the 18th of August. Yep, it's two weeks since I've been on Guild Wars, so I haven't been on it that much. I've still yet to go on it after the two weeks I've been away from it. I completed Halo 3 last week and played some online with it. It was pretty awesome. I'm up to some rank. I don't know what rank I am, but well, it's pretty awesome, man. Played some GTA 4 online, which is actually really, really, really good. Especially the free roam mode, which I really, really like. And Assassin's Creed, I just started yesterday, and Gears of War, I just started yesterday too. But I'm really sorry for neglecting this podcast because, well, I was being too lazy to get off my 360 and go on computer and actually record a show. I actually did record one. But then when I started to do it today, like, because I'm recording this in one day, which I usually don't do, I usually have a week to do it, um, I was going to s- continue the other one that I made, but it just didn't sound right when I continued from it, and I forgot what I was talking about, kind of. So I just decided to do a new one, and I think the new one is better in one million, billion, 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 billion ways. I've also been meaning to do something else with that my website because it's just like a black background and it looks like absolute crap. I'm trying to do something with it, but I'm not sure how to get the black boxes around it, like what Guildcast is. Like if you go to Guildcast, it's got the transparent black boxes and you can see the text like 
really wicked good. So anyway, enough of me talking. Here's Klojimir with his walkthrough on Ventress Cemetery. Hey there everyone, welcome back. This is Patrick. I will bring you your walkthrough segment for today. First thing first, I must apologize for neglecting to send a segment to 10X for episode 15. Summer kind of came along and real life got in the way. So I am sorry and I hope that everyone is enjoying their summer. I want to remind you that all of the information that I give you can be found in the official Guild Wars wiki and the unofficial Guild wiki as well as various other forums, forums, and fan sites about Guild Wars. I will walk through this mission the way it works for me. There are several ways to run it. You have to find the one that works out for you. But this is just my experience. Okay, now that that is out of the way, on with the walkthrough. Today's walkthrough will be Venta Cemetery in Nightfall. It is the fifth mission in Nightfall and the second for the Corna area on the mainland. The Venta Cemetery mission can be reached by completing the quest and a hero shall lead them, which can be picked up in the command post by Lonai. I'm not good on pronunciation, but that's the way I'm going to say it. Um, Lonai. I ran this mission um, being a healer, and I had three heroes and four henchies along with me. I took Olias as a minion master, Gwen as an interrupter, I used a build on Gwen that I found in um, PVX builds called Power Block, but I went back to look it up and found that it wasn't listed there anymore, so it seemed it seems to work for me, but PVX must have found something wrong with it um, and took it off their uh, site. So you use what you want. I just find an interrupter build. That worked for me. Um, I had Koss in my group. Uh, he's required for the mission, so I threw him in there. Uh, he just had a regular warrior build on, nothing special at all. For the henchies, I chose um, Devona, Sin, Geraz, not sure how to pronounce his name, and Kim. I threw in an extra uh, melee henchy just to see how it would uh, work out. At the very beginning of this mission, you'll pick up eight Sunspear evacuees, which are all monks. So it's up to you whether you want to enter another monk into your crew or not. I did. I, I threw one in because I didn't want to rely on the evacuees for healing. The AI for the evacuees is pretty bad, so I chose to put another uh, healer henchy in. This mission doesn't have any bosses with elite skills, so bringing a sig Signa of Capture uh, should be left out of your build. The main objective for this mission is lead the Sunspear evacuees to Dajka Inlet. Dajka? Try that one ten times real fast. Dajka Inlet, without being discovered by the garrison. Kill all of the guards at the garrison post before they sound an alarm and blow your cover. Alarm. Uh, disarm the sentry traps before they discharge. The bonus is to neutralize all the guard posts. There are 12 guard posts to neutralize. Just a little tip for you, if the timer runs out when you are still trying to neutralize a guard post, the siege we weapon will be called, uh, the siege support will be called in for backup. Um, it's still 
impossible to neutralize the post for the bonus. It just won't show as gray like the rest of them do when neutralized. It will remain red, but you still will get the bonus. Once you have your team assembled, go over and talk to Rogis, or Rogis and accept the mission. Once inside the mission, you will need to talk to Rogis again and acquire the skill Disarm Trap. It is wise to have a melee person carry the skill because you have to get close enough to the sentry trap in order to disarm it. Sometimes this means that you can be hit by the trap itself. Once you get the skill, disarm the first trap that's right in front of the gate and once that's disarmed, the gate will open. If you're not interested in getting masters, you can skirt along the northern wall in a counterclockwise direction and practically run the entire way to the westernmost part of the map where you will see Margaret the Sly. But remember, Koss must be alive when you reach the end. If he dies while you're running there, uh, if he dies before you reach the end, the mission is over. If you are interested in getting masters, um, you, you uh, will go ahead and do the first step there. You will get the uh, disarmed trap and uh, disarm the first sentry trap and the gate will open. Once the gate opens, uh, you will see the first guard post just a short distance from the gate. Go near the post, but wait and watch. Watch to see if there are any patrols around. Remember to watch the patrols before attacking any of the posts because the patrols can add quite a bit of mayhem in the middle of the battle if they come in while you're trying to clear the post. Remember, there is a timer running on each post, so the faster that you clear it, the better. Patrols aggroing in the middle of the fight can slow the process quite a bit, which can lead to the firing of the siege weapon from the garrison. If the coast is clear, go ahead and neutralize the post. For the groups around the posts, I attack the scribes first, but because they use the uh, skill Aftershock, which will knock down the entire group and interrupt any skills that are being activated. After the scribes, I tend to focus on the seers. They are the mesmers in a group. I usually don't worry about the guard post commander or the spotter, but you will have to find the way that works best for you. Those are the ones that I focus on first. And I can't recall, but I don't think there's any healers in the groups around the post, but uh, I may be wrong on that, but I didn't recall seeing any. But if they are, I focus on them first. After you neutralize the first guard post, continue, continue in a southerly direction, and eventually you'll come upon your second guard post. You may have to fight a group before you reach the post. Remember to watch the patrols and make sure that there isn't one coming in that mixes with another. If all is good, eliminate your group. I go for the priest first and then the scribes, but each group is a little different, so pick the ones that you feel most comfortable with. Once that group is gone, go ahead and neutralize the second guard post. After the second post is neutralized, I kind of backtrack a little bit and go in a counterclockwise direction. You'll see a garrison in the center of the uh, guard posts. Um, go ahead and click on the U key and you will see uh, a garrison. It's um, a red, what looks like two doors or a gate or whatever. So, and you'll see that there are guard posts that go in a direct, uh, you know, like in a, the, a circle direction around it or whatever. So, you'll see the garrison in the center. Do not approach that garrison. Don't go close to it. 
it will almost mean certain wipeout of your group. It will. Uh, it's pretty strong there if you get in there. So neutral, neutralize each guard post in a counterclockwise direction around the garrison. If you neutralize the post in a counterclockwise path, you will find the last post will bring you to the bottom part of the map. Once that last guard post is neutralized, you will have to backtrack a little to the west until you come to a bridge. You have to clear the group that is usually on the bridge. Um, once they are cleared, you'll notice that there are two more groups on the hill to your right. Be careful not to aggro both groups at the same time. Um, I did a couple times, and it, you know I can get through it. It's just a lot faster if you pull the first group towards you, towards you or the bridge, and el eliminate that group. Remember that they're they are on the hill and they have archers. The archers can attack you a lot sooner than you can attack them. So the puller will take quite a bit of damage uh, trying to get that group over. So go ahead and pull the first group and clear them out and do the same to the next group. Once you clear out these two groups, you should have a straight run to meet up with Margaret the Sly. You can find her on the shore of the southwestern part of the map. Once you talk to Margaret, you will go into your cutscene and that will be the end of the mission. After the cutscene, you will find yourself in Camden. You will have to pick up the quest Council, the Council is called, from Doc Master Alaro in order to continue with the storyline. A nice thing about the end of the Venta Cemetery mission is that if you are in a group of eight people with no henchies, that means a group of eight people, you can have um, you know, heroes in there as well, but as long as there's no henchies, you enter Camden with your full group, which is that Camden is a four, you're only allowed to have four in your group, and you will, you will enter with eight into your group, so... It makes it rather easy if you want to vanquish the Plains of Jaren. So take that into consideration when you're setting up your group in the beginning of the mission. Getting Masters in this mission really isn't that hard. Um, it just takes time. But make sure that you eliminate the groups around the guard post as fast as possible. I threw in an extra melee character to make it a little faster. For me, that seems to work out quite well. Um, it's a rather quick mission, and you can do it by yourself. Heroes and Hanshis, no problems at all. Um, I didn't go through each of the each of the um, posts because it's exactly the same. You just have to be careful not to get too close to the garrison. Um, you have to be careful um, not to let those patrols get on you while you're clearing a guard post, and just eliminate the the, air, the group around the guard post as fast as you can. If you don't do it fast enough, the timer runs out, you'll start to get hit by um, the garrison, by the siege weapon or whatever. So I would just, you know, get your whole group away from that area, just run, and they'll stop blasting the area, and you can go back, and if you haven't already cleared it, you can go ahead and clear each, you know, where they were bombing, you can clear it, and continue on with your bonus, so... Um, that's all I have on it. It's, it is really simple. You can go in there and um, do this rather quickly by yourself. If you have any questions or corrections, you can email me at klojmir at gmail.com. That's K-L-O-J-A-M-I-R at gmail.com. 
and or you can post any of your questions or corrections in the Defenders of Ascalon forum that is found at Defenders of Ascalon, that's all one word, dot blogspot dot com. Um, thank you very much and have a good day. Competitive missions are missions of teams of eight people who fight each other until certain victory conditions are achieved. There will also be NPCs to help accomplish their goal. The two competitive missions and the only competitive missions I will be talking about today are the Jed Quarry and Fort Aspenwood. In the Jed Quarry, teams of eight must fight to maintain control over the Jed resources. Quarries can be captured by just standing near one. After you've captured one, NPCs will appear which will help protect your quarry. Even though the NPCs are kind of bad, they can stall other people so then you can run back to the quarry and kill them. So the NPCs are pretty good at stalling. The bad thing is, if the NPCs are protecting your base, they will not heal themselves. There is no monk, all there is is an elementalist, a mesmo, and a ranger. But the good thing is, if you're trying to get someone else's base and there's only NPCs there, if you're a Mesma, you can hex them, which is a good strategy because, again, they don't heal themselves. You can also use area of effect spells because the NPCs don't really go far away from where they're supposed to be standing. So area of effect spells are particularly good. Also, I forgot to mention, don't bring any resurrection skills because they are useless. And killing Jade carriers is easy enough. Cripple them, kill them. And that's how you do it in Soviet Russia. Now for defense. Strangely enough, not killing an opponent will probably be better. Because if you kill them, they'll respawn with full health and full energy with no death penalty. So a good way to defend whatever you're defending is to... So a good way to defend is by taking their energy and crippling them. Which basically makes them useless. Also, a good spell to have is heal area. So then you can heal everyone who's defending on the quarry. Now on to Fort Aspenwood. Fort Aspenwood is a competitive mission where the Luxons lead by a Luxon commander who are invading a Kurzig fortification to prevent Master Architect Gunther from developing a weapon called God's Vengeance to be used against them. The Kurzigs will begin within a fort consisting of five gates that are guarded. These gates are called Outer Purple and Inner Purple. For the left with outer orange and inner orange to the right. There is also a green gate at the center of the fort which is the left guard point before reaching Master Architect Gunther. Also inside the green gate are two gate guards who hold the role of repairing the gates should they be breached. Just bring them a chunk of amber and they will repair the gates with priority going to the green gate with two outer gates repaired last. Master Architect Gunther will not repair any gets at any time during gameplay, instead he increases the progression of God's Vengeance by a percentage depending on the quality of Amber brought to him. And to capture a command post, it's exactly the same as the Jade Quarry. That means area of damage spells and area of healing spells are quite effective.
that's it for this episode of Defenders of Vascalon. Visit the website at www.defendersvascalon.blogspot.com. Subscribe to the RSS feed by searching in iTunes Defenders of Vascalon. Register to the forums at www.defendersvascalon.forumup.com. And I will be seeing you later. Ah, crap, it's .net. Ah, I was so close to having a record for saying that the fastest. So it's www.defendersvascalon.forumup.net. I played World of War, then I liked it just to kill noobs and carrots and I own them so bad they started to cry. Now I'm getting angry PM's telling me I'm a retard.